Good evening. Hello and welcome to Understanding Emotion, episode 47. My name is Sankalp. In today's episode, we are going to talk about this idea of congruence. Uh, and I suspect this is something you know intuitively, but at the same time, it is a lot of emotional intelligence is about knowing these day-to-day phenomenon, but also being able to spot them and articulate them. And that somehow influences and helps us understand emotions better. So I suspect today's episode will be one of those where you'd be like, hey, I knew this all along. And at the same time, there's something that's added, which is uh, a certain amount of understanding and a certain amount of precision and a certain amount of control. So when these phenomenon used to happen randomly, you probably may not be able to spot them and understand them and act on them based on the moment. Now you would have this toolkits or map of this place um, and you will understand the phenomenon of congruence much better and be, be able to spot it much better whenever it happens. So indeed, this is going to be an interesting episode as well, like every other episode. So what is congruence? In very simple language, it is this idea that there's a certain emotion that we feel or a certain understanding we have in our minds when our thoughts, words and actions are fully aligned. So it could be our thoughts, words and actions, or it could be the thoughts, words and actions of someone else. And our minds seem to have this detector. You could even call it a bullshit detector in some ways, where we are able to but if someone is sort of faking it and you know that that phrase is used quite often right he is just faking it or her instagram is fake and what people are pointing at and what the intuition we are getting at is there's something wrong with this idea of congruence um so if you have ever heard of uh, actions speak louder than words uh people are trying to point at hey look at my congruence i'm congruent don't just uh, i'm i'm not just willing to say but i'm also willing to do and i'm i'm willing to back my words with thoughts and actions and uh my being really and um so congruence is something we value highly another word that comes up often is integrity and it is quite similar to congruence it you might think of it as a special case of congruence we tend to use integrity in more situations where it involves some sort of values where there's like a direct relationship between maintaining certain values of ours so we say we were out of integrity or we were in integrity and congruence is like this more broader case where uh, it's not just about your values but it's also uh, just anything you say or everything you say and how much of that is coming from within you how much of that is truly you uh, and how much of that is maybe a front that we all put on at some point or the other um this just reminds me uh, there, there was a new prime minister in this country of uh, united kingdom and one of the first things he said is i will unite the country with my actions and again appealing to the congruence detectors in us all this is about as close as it will get to politics in this episode or in this podcast i mean um all right all right so let's let's di- let's dive deeper into congruence so have you ever had a conversation with someone who you thought was just not real or lying or pretending to be someone who they are not 
and i'm sure all of us have had some conversations and have met some people like that so one example of this it is quite common actually it's a cultural phenomenon in fact is this idea of pickup lines or startup lines in a more generic case but pickup lines because it tends to be quite a peculiar thing um and you know usually these lines can be okayish they themselves may or may not be that bad um but yet not every guy most likely because they seem to be meant for guys uh but not every guy suddenly becomes attractive just because they picked up some line to pick up well picked up some pick up lines from the internet uh you can memorize lines all day long and yet if there's something off quote unquote or in other words if they are not congruent the best words and the best lines aren't going to get you anywhere and you can think of it as in terms of um some of shakespeare's words for example like these these words and these scripts and these plays have been performed uh, at global stages for centuries not just days not just years but centuries and they they are known to provoke a certain emotional attention and a certain emotional attraction in people who watch them and yet if you take your average joe from the street who has no drama or theater experience and you give them the golden pearls of shakespeare these golden words chances are they are not going to be able to pull it off with that level of authority and that level of um i'm i'm tempted to say animation and aliveness um and just circling back to this example of pickup lines because something we have talked about in this episode this podcast is shame and sexual shame and especially if it involves something like hey you look cute maybe that's a pickup line um if anyone goes up to anyone and says that uh if someone has sexual shame the delivery of that line will show that so for example there might be a subtle quiver in someone's voice when someone says that or they their their tonality might go up as if seeking approval so in a way that they are not really giving compliment but they are perhaps seeking a way to validate their own um own sense of attractiveness um and i'm not going to go into detail into this phenomenon because i've talked about shame in multiple places in this episode if you're interested check out the episode on niceness if you're particularly interested in this example but anyway uh, the same goes with instagram or posing for photos more broadly and by same i mean this phenomenon of congruence where we notice it uh so in good psychological states we may be able to see that something's off when we look at these so called instagram celebrities and of course this is not true for everyone not generalizing but it is awfully true and it is characteristically true of social media in fact so they are not who they are to be is what we might think or what they are portraying their self esteem to be this is the sense we might get and this we may capture it in words like hey they they are fake or this is not representative of who they are and so on and so forth so a natural question here would be like okay fine we do have a detector for congruence but that doesn't make it necessarily important or relevant or something that's worth paying attention to there's lots of things that happen in my mind but hey i barely pay attention to 
most of them and fair enough fair enough so why is congruence important and i'd argue it's primarily important for two main reasons one of them is for your own mental health and the second one is for having great relationships so one is pertaining to yourself and the other reason is to have great relationships so let's let's zoom into each one of these and try to disentangle them more let's talk about our own mental health um so congruence helps us achieve this psychological state which is really coveted called the state of flow so so far research on flow has focused more on external things like the difficulty of the task like if the task is just the right amount of difficulty uh you feel uh, the sense of flow it are, it's one of the conditions to experience that sense of flow and while that is true the reason why you get that state of flow is not necessarily the task it's not embedded in the task itself but is because you have feelings of uh an identity which corresponds to a winner or that corresponds to someone who is conquering challenging and achieving them which is in alignment with presumably who you want to be so there is that element of that internal alignment that helps you achieve these uh healthy and uh, beautiful really mental states and i'll zoom on i'll zoom in more on the mental health part just in a bit but just to give you a very quick example on the other end the relationship side of things one of the main things we evaluate while selecting friends partners allies of any kind business um day to day accomplices um one of the main things we evaluate in people consciously or unconsciously is their congruence are they what they are saying they are is this person what they are pretending to be there so if you go on a date and your date keeps touting how much they value health and uh, nutrition perhaps and if they end up ordering sorry great britain fish and chips um your mind will automatically form an unfavorable impression of them which may or may not exist if they had not claimed health as their value so just ordering that item that dessert or that anything um is not in itself a turn off but when you see perhaps someone is claiming that they hey they are dead into nutrition and they are then eating and ordering fresh and fish and chips without really you know acknowledging that there's something hey maybe this is my cheat day or something like that we need something there otherwise something seems off and this is this idea of congruence that we are spotting and we are testing in people um so congruence testing is happens all all the time and again i'm going to elaborate more on this in a bit but let me jump back i'm going to do a bit of a back and forth here and let's talk more about the mental health aspect a bit more in detail here so one of the models of mental health i have talked a lot about in this episode well i keep saying episode when i mean podcast well one of the most interesting and important models i've referred uh, to in this podcast <laughs> took me a while there. uh is um the ifs therapy model which is 
uh, this idea that we are a collection of parts and you are the head of that those that family of internal parts and if you're interested in more detailed explanation of this parts system then i recommend checking out uh, this episode i uh, i created very early on in this podcast actually called um, your mind is like a family and you are its head highly highly recommended um but i will very quickly uh, there's also another episode i did on ifs therapy in particular um again i'll link to these in the show notes so that you have an easy reference but um coming back to congruence your mind is like a collection of parts and what that means is different parts may or may not agree on certain issues they may or may not be in alignment um so when they are in alignment you sort of feel good and you feel that things are going well and you're on track so to speak and when they are not going well you might feel this internal sense of conflict so a good example of this phenomenon is uh think about giving a speech in front of an audience uh public speaking in other words or think about doing a youtube video or something that involves speaking in front of an audience doesn't have to be live uh and imagine yourself in that situation just try to get this sense of what what it might mean for you to go outside tonight and record a youtube video let's say um or give a speech in front of an audience could be a pre uh, could be a presentation you give uh, at work as well that that also counts as public speaking um so when we are sp- about to speak in front of an audience most of us feel some sense of an anxiety or some sense of nervousness um uh, before doing it and yet if you think about it since most of us have chosen to do that thing it wh- why do we exactly feel that it doesn't make any sense like you signed up for it right so won't it make sense for you to for all of you to just be like oh yeah let's go i'm excited um So the reason why this happens is we have strong parts that a want to do it because hey that's why you signed up and at the same time you might have another set of parts who do not want to do it they might be like ah rejection rejection that kind of thing it's not worth it uh why do you want to be the center of attention just 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 work on your own and do your thing and what they're concerned about these parts is your safety is uh there there are a social rejection is costly it's it's painful and your parts are sort of looking out for you even though there are other parts of you that want to do it same goes with working out um and this sort of polarization this different parts this different sets of parts wanting different things this creates an internal unrest and an internal tension within us um and by the way if you think you are polarized quite often that is two sets of parts wanting two different things a useful therapeutic technique here is well to first stabilize yourself focus on your breathing come back to your center come back to the self so to speak and then have these parts acknowledge each other because quite often these parts don't even know about each other's existence it's 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 quite uh, fascinating how it works and once these parts sort of see each other let them 
see each other's intention. So you could be like, hey, part A, which you could call something. I encourage you to call them something rather than just part A. Makes them more humanized, so to speak. Uh, part A, talk to part B. And part A, hey, can you see the intention of part B, which is like trying to keep you safe? And then part A might have some objections. They may agree, whatever, or, uh, or, or just be neutral. And same goes with part B. Uh, ask them to say, hey, look, can you look at part A and see that they want this sense of adventure. They want this sense of growth that comes from putting yourself out there. Perhaps that's what's required for you to make money, like in some cases. Um, and if your parts sort of begin to see each other, they may be able to acknowledge the positive intentions of both sides of the story and uh, which in turn might help you make that speech in a more congruent state of mind. All right, uh, just, just a quick aside on a therapeutic technique here. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll suggest some more practical tips at the end to achieve more congruence. This is just a special case scenario. But now let's flip flop back again to congruence with others. Now, one of the most important things we look for in others is um, congruence, as I said, and it's equally true with everyone so it's not like some people look for it and others don't so we may or may not use the word congruence as i said before we may have words like hey they look genuine or hey they are determined or focused or they may not they know where they are going or they are high integrity all of these words somehow point to congruence so congruence is also the primary thing we want in politicians for example because they are assuming they're representing us in some ways and what the politicians want to convince us they have so um, you may be able to look at a lot of campaign speeches pre-election campaign hey vote for me speeches and you may find that people are either pointing at their own congruence or they are pointing out at the lack of congruence of others so this person does blah, 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 and yet fails to do blah, blah, blah. This person speaks of um, blah, blah, blah. And then yet some of his party members support blah, blah, blah. Uh, this person says um, union strikes, for example, are, um, are not something I support, but some of his party members are in those unions. So those are some of the examples that you see uh, on a more political public level that comes across. There's also sales and dating or job interviews. All of these are congruence tests or congruence testing environments where we are constantly pinging for congruence. Uh, so a salesperson, if they are selling something, we want to know if they are fooling us or if they mean business, if their product is actually that good. And, you know, the phenomenon is congruence is so strange that even if the product is not good, but the sales salesperson is has conviction uh, and they are able to sell it well, we may buy it. And that happens all the time, doesn't it? That you bought something that ultimately the product itself, like, eh, I don't know if it was that good or something. Um, and same goes with dating, which is which also brings us to this point of the halo effect, which is conveying value is as important as having value. And I've talked about it in a separate episode of this podcast uh not gonna go into it here the halo effect the podcast episode um so we test people's congruence all the time knowingly or not 
So here, here are some examples. Like here are some juicy examples. So, hey, 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 let me tell you. I just jumped in the river and had a jolly good swim. Oh, oh, really? Come on, you gotta be kidding me. Come on, shut up. Oh, really? No way. So, you know, have you... I'm I'm sort of exaggerating these. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Come on, shut up. Oh, really? All of these are congruence testing expressions. So whenever something says... Someone says something outrageous, like, hey, I just jumped in the river and had a jolly good swim. We're like, come on, you gotta be kidding me. And what, what we are doing is, you can't be real. This is not congruent. This doesn't sound congruent. Convince me otherwise. Um... We test people when we want to know whether people are who they portray themselves to be. So especially true when someone is really in demand. So this could be an attractive person. Uh, It could be, um, well, quite often in our cultures, for better or worse, this tends to be women who uh, get, um, who sort of culturally are expected to be approached. So... um, these people who are approached in many ways, so this could be in in the realms of dating or it could be in the realms of having this prestigious job or something. Whoever is in demand, popular, so to speak, uh, they tend to have a lot of congruence tests built into their mind just because they can't be saying no to everyone. Um, And again, by the way, one pro tip, if you are a person, a guy more often than not, who are really trapped in receiving a lot of congruence tests, uh, the first thing to do is to just acknowledge that the people who are testing you would only test you if they are interested in you. So this goes for a job interview. If someone is asking you questions about your congruence, um, then they are only doing that because they think you have a genuine shot at your job. Otherwise, there would be no questioning. There would be like some dull questioning maybe at best. So... Um, if you are at the receiving end of um, something that is, uh, you know, you go up to someone and say, hey, you look really nice. And they're like, come on, stop joking or something like that. Uh, or, you know, that's that's not, that's a, that's a really old dress or something like that. that those are all uh, congruence tests. Uh, then you could be like, um, one of the mental shifts you could do is, hey, they, they at least acknowledge uh, that they're willing to give you that space to talk. And the battle is half won. And that mental sanity will give you uh, something to come back with, like a clever witty line, or just just say, "No, I think so. I think it's a I think it's a nice dress." Uh, and um, you might be able to say that without getting put off emotionally. Uh, the opposite side of that story is neediness, which again I have an episode on. Um, so if you are getting a lot of uh, people who are testing your congruence, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you are as a result of those evaluations, if you feel disempowered and nervous and socially anxious, then that probably is hinting to some amount of neediness and you might benefit a lot from the episode on neediness. Uh, so this is, of course, applicable. Uh, the dating scenario is applicable in interviews and in sales. Um, so if someone is like, hey, your product sucks in some way, don't panic. Uh, remember, they are asking you that question because they are interested. They they at least think that it's you are worthy of their time enough or your product in this case. And the product could be literally you in the dating scenario or um, the product could be a car. 
And the only reason why someone would ask that is because that's something that uh, they have at least some amount of base level interest in. Um, as opposed to, you know, just like not even walking into your store to look at that car. Um, so yeah, in wrapping, uh, I'm going to talk a bit about... Um, so hopefully, first of all, you did get that social side of congruence. It's all over. And once you sort of uh, are able to see it, you'll be able to see it left and right. Um, and we are, we are screening people all the time. And congruence and this alignment, this internal sense of alignment... Uh, is the best uh, metric we have for knowing whether someone's self-esteem is what we think it is or what they're portraying to be it is. So in wrapping, I'm just going to uh, give out some practical uh, how-tos maybe on how we might improve our sense of congruence and our sense of internal alignment. And so... The first thing you need to know is to know what you value. This is where the distinction of the last episode and this episode comes about. So in the last episode, I talked about investment. And investment in itself is a neutral phenomenon. You can invest in anything and um, it may or may not be something you value. But when you're trying to develop congruence, you need to first figure out what you value and then you need to invest in that thing that you value. And I'll come, well, I've elaborated a lot on what that investment means in an emotional context in the previous episode. So last episode was simply about the phenomenon of investment. But to improve your emotional health, you need to invest in what you value, not invest in something that you don't value, which can happen because uh, you may get bogged down by something that is socially required of you, societally required of you or parentally required of you and then uh, you may invest in that thing and what it builds is resentment and not congruence so if you want to build this internal sense of congruence and achieve these flow states uh, you need to invest and act and do things according to what you value take action based on your values and for that you need to figure out what you value so here is my suggestion take a few moments to think about what your values are in life and I know all of us have a vague idea of what they are, but if you have really never written them down or thought, thought about them explicitly, I, I invite you to do that. This will be very important um, in a, having your own internal sense of congruence, but also when you want to find a partner who shares similar values. It's very, very useful to know what these values are. So do you value health, for example? Do you value growth? Love, family, adventure. Create a top three or a top five list and then choose any one value and do something that will support your identity that you truly value that thing. So if it's health, hey, go drink a green smoothie tonight. Or now, how about that? Remember, action leads to identity and Something I've talked about as well in many, many episodes. Um, action leads to identity. And identity precedes outcome is also an episode. Um, so figure out something you value and do one small thing, one small thing which is in alignment with that value. And then see how you feel. Even if it's small, I bet you will get that small or large, you know, depending on what you do, 
dose of congruence uh, that pleasant emotional sensation which is very different from pleasure because you know it's like that you know you might be eating a chocolate brownie and you might feel good but there are parts of you that are still a bit like i don't know if i want to eat this if you don't want to eat this like of course if it's like part of your cheat meal or if it's your allowance like i tend to eat desserts at least once a week i think that's nice and if it's part of my allowance i don't feel anything but if i'm eating my third dessert ooh la la which i can neither confirm or deny i did for christmas uh if i'm eating my third or fourth serving of desserts for goodness sake um then you may feel some of those parts uh, having that incongruent uh giving you that uh, sensation of incongruence um so that is essentially it come up with a set of values and do choose one value and do one thing in accordance to that value would be my suggestion for today all right i hope you had fun in this episode Hello and welcome to the after show of understanding emotions. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Merry Christmas everyone and a happy new year. I am delighted to be able to share that Spotify has informed me that understanding emotion is one of the top 10% podcasts in the world. We already knew that through another independent agency, but now we know it through Spotify as well. And it is also one of the top 10% most shared podcast so thank you very much for sharing all of these appeals at the end of the show when my throat is dying uh i'm very glad that you do share this podcast and i and i like to think it's because it's helpful not just because i asked you to uh well it's probably because you found it helpful and um I'm going to um say that once again if you find this podcast is beneficial to you and if you think someone else will benefit from this show please please do me a favor and share this podcast with your friends family colleagues whoever you think will benefit um one thing that has happened a lot in this episode was that I referred to a lot of previous episodes and that is a thing that I tend to do a lot this podcast is cumulative it's high quality So I highly highly recommend that you go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. All of these podcasts sort of build on each other. Although I don't necessarily assume that you know everything, uh it is very useful to know some of the past stuff that I've talked about. I usually give some brief summary so don't let that stop you from consuming the newer content. But um if you really want the whole deal and i only release one episode a month mostly so the, these episodes are dense and they're insightful and um they're really good they they're one of the best things i have uh, ever recorded or ever uh, one of my best works really so i invite you to check them out let me know what you think and uh, have a lovely 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 new year please share this podcast and see you next time bye